Welcome to part two of Drawn Together. If you missed it, please check out part one on YouTube and on our podcast, Rooster Teeth, everywhere you find the Ship It Show. We are so excited for part two. We're going to dive a lot deeper into Foxy Clara Lotion. And stick around. We're going to chat with Jack Plotnick, who played Xander. Strong Sander. Strong Sander. Oh, every now and then. <laughs> Isn't it good? Yeah. They can download it too. You can download this at home. Yeah, we want to see some dances. You know what oh, you should do? So you should good. get people in relationships wow. to do little videos dancing to that song. That's a like great play. We're you know? doing that. We're yeah. definitely yeah. doing oh, that. Listen, I love that idea. Let's see you dance. Let's in see our you theme song, dance please. in your ship to in our your theme cosplay song. as a couple, right? Okay, okay. Now we'll do a proper introduction. All so, right. for those of you who must be on another planet, our headlining, stunning goddess guest is Miss Cree Summer. Yeah, um, she is a voice of childhoods, but she's also a face of childhoods. She's had an extraordinary life and an extraordinary career. It's so deserved. She is. One of the most beautiful, talented, and so much cooler than I chicks I've ever met. Um, say hello to Cree Summer. We love you, Cree. Oh, hi, baby. Best friend of the Ship It Show. Hi, beautiful sure. people. What's up? <laughs> yeah. So before we get into Foxy, I want to get Everybody into... want to get into the Foxy. I know. I know. Me, too. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Me <laughs> too. Um, let's get, just for fun, let's tell the fans a little bit about our history. Oh, I remember one time seeing on Twitter, like, are Cree and Tara a couple? Because they seem to work together a lot. <laughs> so well, random. We are, we are a couple because we met in Toronto, Canada, where we're both from, Toronto kids. And you were doing your very first cartoon, Hello Kitty. And you were playing Hello Kitty. And I was playing catnip, your arch nemesis. And I fell in love with you, love at first sight. And we decided to hang out on purpose. And now it's some 30 something years later, which is crazy because I attribute that to beautiful, authentic communication because friends don't always last that long unless you're evolving together. So this is a real good ship, you know. This is a real relationship. Yeah, real, real shit. Yeah, this is a real it's shit, baby. And, and, you know, I remember Cree, oh my God, Cree walked in and she was so gorgeous. I think at the time you were really famous for a, a candy bar commercial. Like, Mama told Chewy me not to. Yeah. yeah. I was, was like, like oh. a Dr. Pepper commercial where I sing down the street to everybody. Yeah. Mama told me not to talk. delicious flavors and one big chew and you showed up like at an mg one day another I'll tell you exactly what it was because it was a morgan plus four 1969 speed <laughs> with a wooden chassis and it was one of my favorite cars you know i'm a automobile and motorcycle enthusiast yeah and sometimes you showed up I on your motorcycle that. and yeah, sometimes i come on a motorcycle yeah. you still ride your motorcycle i sure i have an indian in the garage right now uh that's a little big for me. So what I'm going to do is put a sidecar on it so I can put, oh, uh, drive these savages. And uh, also I have a uh, a Triumph Bonneville Repro that's beautiful. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I remember your papa, who was famous for riding bikes, and I remember working with him at the same time, too. He was such a legend. My God. He was a cafe yeah. racer lover, my old man. Yeah, my dad was a premier voiceover man in Toronto, and that's definitely how I got my start. Pure nepotism. I started with nepotism, and then I worked to become good at nepotism. You showed your worthiness pretty <laughs> damn early on. Um, my God, you've just always been the most uh, amazing and like you say authentic always authentic and um always so fucking good like if if Cree's in the room you know it's a good show if Cree's in the audition room you know you're not going to book it um <laughs> do you remember your foxy audition <laughs> what do you remember your foxy audition? i do it was a shit show i came in and uh i did the audition well first of all tara was in there bragging about me which she does a lot behind my back Talk, you know, if you have somebody talk 
about you behind your back. Let it be like <laughs> she fucking loves me when I'm not when I'm not looking. She loves me up. So she was telling them, oh, you got to get Cree Summer. She's the tits, blah, blah, blah. So then I walk in and I take a dump, right? I do just the worst fucking audition there ever was. And I sound like Castrati. I did her like she was like, you know, 10 years old or some shit. And so I think Matt and Dave called you and said, that was a piece of shit. What yeah. the fuck? That yeah. was a piece of shit. We, we talked right? about this. We, like, we talked about this. Uh, we talked about this on part one with them. And you had you did not have all the information. Your agent didn't give you all the information. You thought yeah. it was a younger girl. I they said Cree's Cree's not right for this. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then they said she's just not. I said play me her audition. And then they played it, and you sounded like a little girl. I'm like, she was not given all the information. Yeah. This yeah. is your girl. Yeah. And then they brought you back in. Thank God, because no one else could play That's Foxy. Cool. You are Listen, Foxy. Thank God. You literally saved me that job. You see what I mean, Greg? People oh, don't do what? shit like that. She <laughs> saved my job because if she hadn't doubled back and said, I promise you she's Foxy, let her audition again. I do that. I do that every show I'm on. I want Cree on everything. You I mean, do maybe, do that. Maybe the every... rumors. Maybe the rumors are right. Okay. Maybe people? they are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's give them something to talk about. Yes, let's talk you. about the first song. Drawn Together had amazing music. Oh my gosh. Um, and it was so much fun to sing. And you know, we were talking about on the first uh, parter how you and I actually were doing Rugrats at the same time. So to go from doing baby cartoons to being able to say fucking shit in a booth was like the most fun ever. It was a revelation, goddammit. Right? Yeah, we were so... And also, just to just play such irreverence, you know, uh, it's so interesting reminiscing now when we've become so PC because we have to be, because shit's gotten way out of fucking control. But Where then control. there was really this... Nobody was safe. I mean, I remember God was looking through a glory, glory, hallelujah. So even Sky Daddy was up for grab. You know, <laughs> yeah, nobody was going to, everybody was going to get some. And I loved that about Drawn Together. Uh, it, that are, that level of irreverence we'll probably never see again because it ain't safe. <laughs> what but, a blessing right. to be able to play in that realm, you you both. You scored with that show. We yeah, we did. And we used to have so much fun. I mean. Oh, my God. And then so also, much fun. Just, I just remember we'd be recording and then we'd take it to the parking lot. And then you and Matt and Dave and I, you know, would all would all have to hang out and talk for another hour. Well, and we were going through life together at that at every time. Actually, Kree, I could probably say that about you with all of our lives. You know, our parents passing and marriages and babies and, oh, yeah. You know, we've been there. The people that we are very close with in this world are family, for sure, chosen family. Well, they don't care about voiceover, too, you know. Yes, specifically. Because I just want to double back to, you know, talking about how you save my job, you know. We've all, we're all also on camera actors. And we know that on camera, ain't nobody calling the casting director going, you gotta hear Cree Summer again. You made a mistake. She is the one. <laughs> you know, there's a generosity of spirit in voiceover that I only find in this line of, of acting. And I don't know if it's because of the anonymity. I don't know what the component is that makes this so generous i think it's because this is just a theory yeah with voiceover it doesn't matter how gorgeous you are it doesn't matter how much money you have it doesn't matter who your parents were, whatever and and every single day i'm blown away by, by what people can do so it's what you can do it's how you bring these characters to life with your voice with your mind as a package and not every on-camera person can do it it's a different art form it's like asking 100%. a tap dancer if That's they right. do ballet right so in this world we are authentically impressed every day it is not about what you look like it's what you bring so like I, as opposed to so much of on camera can be ca can be cattier way cattier because you know that girl booked that part because she's so gorgeous or she, now it's because she right, has half a million twitter followers being a great actress or actor right right and There's i and i component. right and also the voice over people in our category 
all have done on camera, all have done theater, all have done lessons and training. Like, we're not like someone getting off the bus going, I want to be famous. We put in our time. <laughs> yeah. We put in our time. You just don't get famous. I've, Let's also say that you I've, don't get famous. I mean, this right. is a famous gig, you know. After right. season six of Teen Titans Go, I said, I don't need my makeup guy. I don't need my hair guy. I can right. record without that stuff. After right, right. Did you let the limo off. go after that, Greg? No, no. <laughs> the limo. And he, he got the limo. Well, the dog the has the limo. Greg takes Uber. Yeah. It's true. Wingman G, it's all <laughs> about Oh my god. Well anyway, um okay, back to drawn together. Yeah. So when you when you booked it, like you were so stoked, you knew this I mean, no no one has ever and not have they since done a character like Foxy Love. No, the Foxy is special. I mean, yeah, everybody loved the Foxy, except for maybe Papa. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> Oh I, my God! I did. There, the Foxy was just every wrong, incredibly wrong stereotype. Every, every, a lot of the way that we talk about ourselves as a culture is the way Foxy behaved, and it was some funny shit. I mean, I loved you know every time Foxy had to be a mystery solving musician. I loved when they reunited the Foxy Five, my band. That was amazing. Um, I loved the relationship between Foxy and Clara, which I said, me too. I, it makes me think of Malcolm X and Archie Bunker, because yeah. what you have is this militant chick versus this racist chick, entitled chick, and them coming together. And I feel like they hated the shit out of each other and they loved the shit out of each other. Well, because... Which is every great love story, you know, and the fact that they would come together sometimes was hilarious, you know. Well, because Foxy not only opened her mind, but she opened her mouth. Not mouth. What is this mouth. thing in my mouth? It's slippery and it's slimy. Oh my Traveling gosh. down my tender virgin pink esophagus. Some black chick's tongue. It's such a new sensation. I got a mayonnaise mama on my licking hole, and we've only just begun. It's really quite thrilling. That's right, now you know. I think I taste a filling. And it's solid gold. I never dreamed I would be so willing to let myself go. Tell me about it. I'm totally French and a racist hoe. This, this black chick's tongue. tongue. Damn, where'd this bitch get her earrings? I've never had so much fun as with, with this black chick's tongue. And then Captain Hero would come in and say, How cool is this? I've only been here a day, and I already find myself in a three-way. <laughs> wow, this show's the best. Uh, Drawn together and the ship show. That was awesome. Wasn't that awesome? Oh, oh my god, that god. was so and, and it was the first like animated um by girl scene, I oh think. Oh my god, and it was ever. on billboards. I don't know yeah. if you remember, Greg and Tara, like you'd be driving down Sunset and there was a massive cartoon billboard of you and I, Foxy and Clara, in a hot tub making out. Not and only I, do we know about it, but since the episode that we taped before right um of the show they told us what happened to that billboard and yeah. that is they that tell you that, about old old miss Ch uh, about that white chick uh patricia, heaton. patricia keating she got a tan down <laughs> i mean this thing this, come on this, this, the original karen karen keating come on. Came <laughs> and tried to get the fucking billboard taken down bitch come she did she did get the that, billboard taken i'm sorry down. i'm gonna go on record and say that raggedy bitch that was that was that <laughs> That was that pre-Karen shit. She was just preparing us, you know? The original Karen. The original fucking Karen. Oh, but isn't God. that a trip? And that's right. It was an interracial lesbian animated kiss. Amazing. The first of all, the first of its Amazing. kind. Right, yeah. right. And actually back then, well, and Greg said this before, it was before its time, yeah. this show, you know, but at that time there was some amazing stuff when you look at, 
Rugrats, they had a Jewish family, they had a black family. Then we get to Drawn Together where we have, like, actually Matt and Dave said every character was based on, like, a shitty real world that they watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was, like, the racist racist white girl and then that never saw, you know, other ethnicities and colors. And it's amazing. And then then we spoke about the fact that we didn't realize until Trump came into office how many of these people actually exist still today. I saw the voting numbers. They're all out there. Yeah. <laughs> a show like this must have brought you guys really close, closer together, though, because you, you kind of, there's, there's no holds bar on, like, exploring emotions. So as a cast, you, you probably really got to kind of get... Oh, we went through it. I mean, like she said, we, everybody was getting divorced, getting knocked up. <laughs> parents were dying. I mean, all, it, was, it was all the ship was hitting the fans. The uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I really, at that moment in yeah. life, it's yeah. wild how it kind of parallel uni- the parallel universe thing happens. It, it really, it shows, really does. It, it really does. Oh, it always does. Thera- it always therapy, mirrors. It's it's, that's right, and it mirrors your life for sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of mirrors, we we talk a lot about shipping and and how it inspires music, art, cosplay. Have you seen any really cool cosplay of your any of your characters at cons that that bring up fun I memories? I love Foxy. I love Foxy because it's such a cute little, car, you know, character, and also just because it's a black chick and there's not a lot of black female characters. Period. So, I love I love a good Susie Carmichael. I love a good number five when a number yeah. five shows. <laughs> uh, I love when Princess Keita from Atlantis shows up. Um, those are probably my favorite cosplays I, I you know i've never seen a penny from inspector gadget ever 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 we should, i bet if you google and it, you ever. and i are the only pennies you and me no that's not true was there another penny first of all here's the truth there is only one penny and oh, that is oh. and that is the series that everybody loved right and there i don't think there's been a series since but there has been if you google it a bunch of different little weird shorts i think mostly non-union or um like uh, limited run there's been a few i think like 10 i looked it up i'm like oh my god how is that possible but the series that was everybody's favorite that that was their childhood favorite we should talk about it because Cree, it, it is an iconic show you are an iconic character your papa my papa was in it. yeah and that um, was my first cartoon that was do you want to talk about that time in your life it, it's a very magical memory for a lot of children for sure i mean jesus my dad already was a big voiceover guy and he was auditioning for Inspector Gadget. And he said, why don't you read Cree? And I was just in the waiting room. And it it was one of those, I think I was, I think I just turned 10. And it was one of those things where if if he, if I probably had to prepare at home, I probably wouldn't have done it. But when you just kind of snatch somebody out of a chair and say, and put them in front of a mic, I was like, oh, fuck it. Here's your moment. And I know I had been waiting and wanting to do it for a long time. but it sure as fuck worked out. I was shocked to book the job. And then literally after, right after Inspector Gadget came out, I started singing every commercial jingle, being in every commercial, uh, doing every cartoon down the pike. I worked so much that it gave me a valid reason to drop out of school. I quit school right before I was supposed to start the 10th grade. because I wasn't fucking there. <laughs> so there yeah. Was- me too. We yeah, me too. It was very challenging. Too, Greg? We were dropping yeah. out of school mm-hmm. in seventh yeah. grade. Or mm-hmm. or the, I, I basically stopped after adding and subtracting. I just chose. <laughs> <laughs> when did you officially I- leave, though? Like, what, what, what grade did you split? Freshman. Probably around the same time. <laughs> I did get a, a high school degree, though. And I did go to college. A I, high school I, degree. <laughs> yeah, and I went to college. <laughs> what the hell? And I, I went, you should just stop. You should just stop. I went to Tai Chi. I got you know a what? Tai Chi. Look at look at people like show. what's his name that made Virgin Airlines and never and finished I swam high school. Every day. These, you hey. know, societal constructs certainly don't well, mean I, smarts I, or success. Well, and I also think I have two daughters who I've taken out of school, and we're kind of doing a Star Wars workbook that I got from Amazon school. Oh, I love that. My own kind of made up thing. Um, what I do think is important is that if you're considering leaving school is that you know what the fuck you're going to do. Because the dangerous thing about doing nothing is you don't know when you're finished. You know, you could wake up and realize you've done nothing your whole fucking life. So it is important to know that there's something that excites you 
And then I think if you know exactly what excites you, either it'll make you stay in school or you can leave and pursue it. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, education mm-hmm. is so important, particularly so important. if you're not sure what you want to do. Like, we knew when we were three, four, five years old that we wanted to be singer, yeah, dancer, actresses. Yeah, I was the family so. business, especially right. if you want to do voiceovers. you got to be able to fucking read. <laughs> right, right. So amazing. So that was your first start. And then... Um, just in terms of milestones too, let's talk about when you left. I was very sad, but yes. you, I knew you had to go because you were as big a star as you could be in Toronto and you head to Los Angeles and very soon you booked a pretty big role. You yeah. want to talk about that? Well, I moved to LA. I was 16, just about to turn 17. And I was, I got to town and started, got an agent and started auditioning, auditioning, auditioning. About six months in, I booked uh, a show called A Different World which was uh, the Cosby Show spinoff to play Freddie Brooks and did that for uh, five years. And that was uh, an, a- an absolute delight and an incredible time. So, and simultaneously, while doing Different World, I was doing uh, Steven Spielberg's Tiny Toons, uh, doing Elmira. For at the same time. That was happening at Amazing. the same time. Yeah, and I was also in my band. We were signed to Capitol Records, uh, a black rock band called Subject to Change. So all of it was happening all at the same time. Magic, big magic. Yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, that was such a fun time. I mean, and for gosh. someone who dropped out of school, all of a sudden I was in university, as we say in Canada, university. All of a sudden I was in college, you know. And now you get to play Beast Boy's mom in uh, Doom Patrol. I'm, I'm your mama, right? <laughs> Not <laughs> only am are. I your mom, but I's Beast Girl. Yeah, that's true. That's right. I got, I'm, I'm surrounded by mamas up here. I got Raven Mama. I got Beast Girl. I got my real moms. My, right. my, my mom's right. actually next door packing up her place because she's splitting Venice Beach. She's going back to Florida. Oh, oh. Not to Florida on purpose. Well, actually, you know. <laughs> LA, LA and Florida are both the worst places. So. I was about to say, but yeah, what's the diff? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yep. I just remember you were such a home town here everyone was so proud of you that's the other thing too i think canadians are really proud of each other and, and stick up to, and for there's each other. so many of us here yeah well because there's so much filming going on in in canada always I would know. you call me an honorary canadian tara no <laughs> <laughs> without skipping a beat no I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. No. You know, when we were when we were kids, when Cree and I were kids, they would put on our scripts. I don't know if they did this for you, Cree, but they would write S A R R Y and A B A L T. So we wouldn't say sorry about how But you know what I noticed about you and I, and I don't know if this is just indicative of being children that did voiceover, but we've always been very articulate. Uh and and our um pronunciation our elocution has always been a certain way and i do think it's as a kid doing voiceover it really strengthens that muscle right that communication that could be. oh yeah that could be yeah. and it's it's such a gift voiceover i mean like i said before it doesn't matter what you oh. look like it's like and and a lot of times we get to sing which is something that you and i both and greg too we love so right. much Now's a good time to introduce a very foxy cosplayer. I found her on TikTok and Instagram. She's absolutely stunning. Say hello to Taylor. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us today. Stop Holy it. moly, Taylor. Stop oh my god. I'm so I was so nervous. I was sitting here. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to go. I like I'm trying to process this all, really. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, Taylor, here, here's what happened. Taylor, you Taylor. look like fire. You're so beautiful. <laughs> this, this is what God happened. Taylor's like, Taylor's like, how did I get here? Let me explain it to you, Taylor. <laughs> Up in heaven, you waited in line. Oh, okay, I'm going to wait for the hot face. Okay, I'm going to wait for the hot body. Okay, I'm going to wait for the adorable personality. Okay, I'm going to wait for the talent. I'm going to wait for the personality. Put myself out there on Instagram. You mean we could wait? We could wait in line. Oh, she God, waited in every line. I just went right in. I shouldn't have, I should have waited. <laughs> Taylor, no Taylor no. waited. I'm trying to be like y'all. I'm trying to be like y'all. Great. Can you please, before we start, so we don't forget, <laughs> tell everybody where to find you on all your social media handles. Let's do that first. So on Instagram, um, Twitch, and YouTube, I'm your favorite senpai with two eyes. Um, and then on TikTok, I'm just Naruho with 
it's N-A-R-U-H-0-E. <laughs> okay. so I think now everybody watching has definitely entered my ship. This is my ultimate <laughs> ship, me and these three super goddesses. Okay, you were not invited. This is not a <laughs> ship with Greg Knight. This is a girl, this is a girl ship, okay? All of us. <laughs> Plus sides. No, no, no. No, no. Foxy, god damn. Thank you. I tried. I tried. Yes, girl. Yes. The goddess of foxy love. Taylor, like, first of all, what a treat you're getting to meet Cree and the person who's, you know, been a sister to me since I'm 13. So (laughs) she's an an amazing goddess to look up to and love. And I want to know, like, how you are inspired to dress like foxy. Like, tell us how your love of um, your pictures are amazing. We'll show them Thank on the show you. live when, when this airs. But tell us what inspired you and how Miss Cree inspired you and, and how this all came to be. So I actually, like, the show came out a really long time ago. Um, and I was, I think I was in sixth or seventh grade when the show came out, honestly. Uh-oh. So I wasn't supposed to be watching it. And I just, like, I remember watching it. I think I was, yeah, on Comedy Central. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this show is so crazy. Like, I was watching South Park and things like that. So I was already kind of, like, you know, in that world of adult comedy and everything. And I just watched it. And I was like, oh, this show is awesome. And I happened to find someone at school that watched it. So me and her would talk about it every week. We'd be like, oh, my God, drawn together. Did you watch the episode? Did you see what happened? And so from there, like, I watched the whole entire series. I have the DVD of the movie that came out. I'm like a big fan of the Aww. whole entire show. Loved it. And when I was cosplaying, um, like I've been doing cosplay for about two years now at this point, like consistently. And one of my friends, or a couple of my friends, we rented like a Airbnb. And I was like, hmm, how can I, you know, cosplay something at the pool? Cause we have a rental house and the rental house had a pool. So I was like, who can I cosplay? that's like somebody fun, somebody energetic, and somebody that's kind of, you know, kind of quick and easy to throw on in the pool. And I was like, That's what they say, quick and easy. Quick quick, easy and fun. And so I was like, oh yeah, I can just get an orange swimsuit from, you know, from Amazon and I could be Foxy because she's been on my list for a while. And I was like, I can do, I can do that. So I just ordered everything. I dyed the hat and I was like, I'm gonna be Foxy. I found TikToks with the sounds. And I was like, yes, I have to do Foxy. That's oh, what's up. My, so oh, if I could tell my 13-year-old self that I would be talking to you guys from the show. <laughs> if you could tell your 13-year-old self that you would maintain this level of nastiness all the way to Brooklyn, <laughs> she would be so proud. She would be so proud. <laughs> have you cosplayed Foxy, Foxy at any Comic-Cons or any like parties and stuff like that? No. So I have. So since, you know. Uh, COVID, you know, kind of destroyed everything. I guess been cosplaying inside of my house, you know, and finding like ways I can cosplay like when I go, you know, of course, COVID, we, we make sure we don't have COVID when we hang out together. Mm-hmm. But like, it was me and three other friends and I was taking cosplay pictures and they were like drinking and taking shots. Mm-hmm. I was doing that too. <laughs> but on the side, I was like taking cosplay photos. But I haven't worn her to conventions. I've had other friends that have worn Foxy to conventions. But this past year, I've probably done the most cosplays I've ever done just because I have so much time on my hands now. Right. Well, and, you look gorgeous. And, um, thank you. Does, um, and you don't have to answer this, but we do ask all of our guests too, like, does this ship mean anything to you? Does the Foxy Clara ship mean anything to you, resonate with you? <laughs> yes, I was going to tell you guys. I was like... I I don't I don't know, but it's just the song that's always been in my head was the song that you guys did, like the "What is this thing in my mouth?" <laughs> Some black chick, uh, this black chick's tongue. Uh, you know what, Taylor? I gotta tell you, I and I don't know about you, Cree. You're gonna probably think I'm crazy. Yeah. I sing it to myself all the time. I'll just be walking around going, "Some black chick's tongue." <laughs> what is this thing in my mouth? <laughs> no, I, it's just a new sensation. And then I hear you going, "I got, I got a mayonnaise, mama, <laughs> on my licking hole." Yeah. Uh, no, it's not, you know what it is? It's a love song. It's a it love is. song. It yes, it you know is. Yeah. It was um, the first um, of its kind. <laughs> it, it, it was definitely the well, first. Well, it's like if, 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 if like Malcolm X and Archie Bunker got it on. You know what I mean? <laughs> sadly, <laughs> sadly, that is true. We, that is true. Sadly, that is true. Um, is there anything that you want to ask Miss Cree while you have her here, Taylor? Oh. Gosh, all the pressure. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, I was wondering, I mean, 
Yes, Dems ain't probably... your funions. Dems my funions. <laughs> foxy funions. Them foxy funions. <laughs> so how if many... you was wondering. Yeah. How many cons will you be going to once everything is clear? Once we have not a one, not a guy, not a one, no, no. I don't know. You know, listen, I got two beautiful savages at home. I don't want to get the heebie-jeebies. I don't want to get the (laughs) heebie-jeebies, and I'm a little hyper vigilant about it. I Mm -hmm. think that I will probably be going to a con in the third wave. You know, yeah. let all of them break way down the line. Yeah, let the people without babies go to cons for a couple, like eight, eight months or nine months. And then I'll pimp on in once all the, you know, once it's hygienic. You know what I mean? I, I there's hear no that. bacteria at Comic Con. Yeah, right. I hear that. But that's like, true because they're all shut ins. It's probably the healthiest fucking place in town. <laughs> But but it, that is part of a b- bigger discussion. Like, how does normal look after COVID? Like, I don't really want to go to a movie theater no. or a concert or anything with I don't. tons of people. Like, I don't see how people agree. are still doing it. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be challenging. It's gonna be challenging. Um, yeah, I Greg, won't do you be normal, normal, but I will be I will... available to talk to to uh, virtually uh, communicate. You know. Yes, this has actually opened a lot of doors. Like, I I would this. I didn't think would have happened had we been living in our regular normal, which is this is this is great. Like there's good and there's bad. So you know, <laughs> this is a I'm, good this is a good day for Foxy Levin. Um, <laughs> did did you um did you know like right away that your your Instagram it's so gorgeous but would blow up with the Foxy stuff? No, so it actually really got a lot of st- a lot of uh, hits on. I posted it on Twitter and um, TikTok first a while ago, and I think on Twitter, Cree, you actually I responded repo- to I reposted. I reposted you on Twitter because it was so tight. It was like a virgin mosquito. You nailed it. <laughs> it was great. I was so I excited. I was like, to have someone that voiced the character that you're cosplaying or that you're embodying, it's like. <laughs> like I can't put it into words it's awesome and so I put it on TikTok it got a lot of hits on there and so when Instagram came out with Reels like Reels has been doing at least for me like really good as far as engagement as far as like people liking what I'm putting out so I was like let me just go ahead and put Foxy on there really quick and I loved it yay and everybody liked the Foxy yes everyone Show you right. this is a whole nother social media thing what's Reels no Reels well, is part of Instagram Oh, yeah, Insta- okay. you know how Instagram just takes everything? Like, they took Snapchat, and now they're taking TikTok, because yeah. TikTok was kind of in rough waters at one point. Right. So mm. Instagram was, was like, let me get that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Uh, what's the longest you've ever cosplayed a character? Like, sometimes we have cosplayers on that have lived a couple of days in their outfits in the oh. world. <laughs> I, like, at cons, honestly, I... I stay in a cosplay maybe most of the day, maybe about eight hours, but it's really just the makeup. Like when I come back in the hotel room, I take off my wig, I take off my lashes, I take off everything and I just kind of chill for a moment. So about eight, nine hours is about the max that I can stay in full makeup, full hair, full everything without just what is it? What does it do for you? I have a cosplay question. I don't know much about cosplay, but I, the question is, when you do it, do you go all the way in, or are you just dressed up as Foxy, or do you become the Foxy? Good question. Good so question. sometimes I don't, I've never like put on a cosplay and I'm like I'm gonna embody this character. Why not? Because I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, that's a good question. Like I, I'm the type of person that kind of like overthink things, so I feel like I don't sometimes. I don't want to do too much. Now, if I see like a kid or somebody, you know, or somebody that's like, some people will interact with me as if I'm that character and then I'll turn it on. I'll be like, okay. Then you got to put it on because I love, I love Halloween. I've never cosplayed, but I'm obsessed with Halloween. And from the minute I get into makeup, that's who I am (laughs) until I'm blackout drunk, until I'm the blackout (laughs) chef in the kitchen. What so you know all about right. cosplay. <laughs> I 
same thing. Same thing. Same thing happens at cons. Everyone gets drunk. Everyone starts. Acting. Oh well, then shit. I'm then I'm an expert. I've okay. I've done it a few times. It's fun. One thing that Greg and I say all the time that we love about cosplayers is it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what gender you are, what color you are, where you're from. It's open season to play these characters that you obviously could play in real life, regardless. Like nobody's weird at a con. Everybody's accepted, and that's the thing everybody's that I love the most. That's right. Everyone's That's right. Everybody's Nobody's weird. Everybody's weird. But but yes. in but in cons, it's celebrated and it's very freeing. And so that's why I wanted to talk to you about like what it means to you when you're in these characters. Like how freeing and different from your real life are you when you become these characters? I know when I was I think I was maybe fourteen or fifteen when I went to my first con and like seeing everyone just be themselves and like geek out and I could like go and look at something and the person next to me could know what I'm talking about and it's like in real life. Our, not real life, but just everyday life. Growing up, everyone didn't know about anime. Everyone didn't know about cartoon characters. And even when you started dressing up, it was kind of like, why is this girl dressing up? Like, what are you doing? It's not Halloween. Like, when Halloween, no one bats an eye. But if you do it, if you go out in public and you're, like, going to take pictures or something like that, people are like, what's she doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's, it's really fun. It's really a good way for me to interact with other people. Like, I've known there's been times where I'm, like, traveling to a convention and I have on my cosplay and people will come up to me and want to take pictures or even just talk about the show it's just like a big community of just people who are always like excited I don't know just excited and it really just, is it's like good vibes it is, it is. Harmonious. yeah it's, it's like a, a rad futuristic it really you know, is festival it really is and I, also, I want to touch on something you just said I really liked what you just said you know you were talking about how in your day to day, you know, you can't get into those discussions about all the crazy, freaky things that you like. And I want to just go e even a little into deeper into the deep end in that, you know, there was a long time two little brown girls didn't really have anything to do with comic books or animation, let alone anime. So it can be very isolating and lonely when you're a little brown girl that loves sci-fi and comics and all these things. And so I would assume that this is finally a place to go find your tribe, right? Especially with the internet, because a lot of times, like from a young age, I always had friends online. Like when I was like 12 and 13. Internet kinda, friends. Yep. Internet <laughs> friends. You like, like they don't keep your secrets. TVs more than internet friends. Okay. <laughs> internet friends, they're like, like, I I have a quick story about internet friends. Just, just, I Hold tell on, people. let me get dry clean. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, we be my internet friend. <laughs> no, no. Don't say yes to that, Taylor. I'm protecting don't you. Do don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Just follow me. Taylor, I'll follow Taylor. Taylor. Don't, don't do it. Listen. We're like, I don't know what I'm signing up for. Taylor, just we don't, just say, when it comes to Sipes, you say no. By the way, Sipes has never seen an episode of this show, so he really has nothing to say. What? That's it's not on, true. I, it's on yeah. Amazon. Mm -hmm. I watched it all recently, like a few months ago. I was like, oh my God, this could never be on TV now. <laughs> no, it couldn't. But thanks for throwing I, me under the bus. I am in love with this show now, and I think it's just rad. <laughs> it you is know, rad. I love how also at Comic Cons, where all these different fandoms kind of the, the worlds collide. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's so unifying. They it's really such a do. Community. They really unity. do. It is. Even when they're arguing about who's the better character, it's all love at the end of the day. Um, just, oh, does it get catty? Like, does it get petty, Lavelle? Like, oh, like yeah. that ain't like I'm the best Foxy. She ain't the best Foxy. <laughs> that's how you know, that, that Foxy is raggedy. That look like hard times, Foxy. That Cree, look, you <laughs> could you could have full <laughs> panels, Cree, of people dressed yes. as Foxy. I've done Are that. You with, get like a Foxy no, panel. I've done that with Harley, and it's so much fun. Oh, I would so, love to do that. Yeah, you should people do that. Would love that. Yeah, oh, that would be so oh, hot. We'd probably burn down when we when we go back to when we go back to cons, we'll we'll hold a ship at show event and we'll have a whole foxy night. <gasps> we'll become as foxy. If I saw an audience of foxies, my headlights would turn right on. There you go. I love that. I love it. Yes. Taylor, can you do this? I am so mad. Oh my like, god, I have a ready? video of that that I never posted. I have like You do? You do? Okay, ready? I'll stay up for you and you act it out. Ready? Yes. One, two, three. I am so mad. I've been stuck like this for three hours. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh my god! I love it. It'd be funny if you reenacted the the one where 
all the Foxies got back together for the Rock yeah, that's or whatever. My favorite. The Foxy, the Foxy Five. The, the Foxy Five. The is Foxy. My I want to do a cosplay like that. Like get a group of people. You should. Oh, that would be so cool. You know, that would be epic. A you bunch should. of no one's done that the yet. Foxy Five. Heaven. That would be great. That would be great. Taylor, is there anything else you have coming up that you want to promote or you want to just talk about your social one more time where people can Um, find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Like I said, it's Naruho, okay? Um, So you guys can find me there. I have cosplays coming out like every single week. So if you guys want to check me out there, you can. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of my childhood. I love it. Taylor, ship, Mary kill. Who are the three of us? Who uh, on all of the show? On all of drawn together, and you can you can include Greg because he's here if you want, and because he makes a (laughs) he makes a good kill. So, so who would I? Okay, I would um, I would probably marry Claire. The Foxy. I would. I would, I would look, Foxy, you can teach me a lot of things, okay? So we're we going to be together forever regardless, okay? Y'all, actually, y'all might come as a package. <laughs> okay. Okay. And if I could kill anybody, it'd probably be, what was the pig's name? Stanky <laughs> Ham. Ham. You know what? You know what? We played this with the rest of the cast and, and they everybody chose him. Yeah. Aww. He's probably on the low Please. <laughs> After him, it would probably be Captain Hero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a sad sack. He is. Save yourselves. <laughs> oh, my God. The best, you, the best superhero quote. Save yourselves. Oh, my God. <laughs> Taylor, thank you for being with us. You're absolutely gorgeous. And uh, please keep having fun and being yourself. You're, yes. That was so fun. I love you guys so much. Bye, sis. Thank you for having yeah. me. Bye, Greg. Bye, Lovely to meet you. Bye. Bye, baby. Oh, my God. She's adorable. She's fine as a motherfucker, eh? So, um, Cree, before we let you go, thank you so much for being with us, by the way. Can you please tell everybody where they can find you on all social medias? And if you want to plug anything that's coming up or that you're working on or that you're I know you do a lot of work for charity. Oh, wow. Well, I just finished my first directing gig of a great uh, adult cartoon called Laser Wolf. It is an all black psychedelic uh fantastic uh, weed-infused adventure of three la- uh, three wolves, Laser, Blazer, and uh, their, their other uh, wow. canon. And uh, That's cool. it's uh, going to be on Adult Swim, and it premieres on December the 6th, Laser if, Wolf. If you need a token nice. white, white wolf. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. Anyway, they don't. I fucking loved it. And uh, there is, I just thought I'd go on record uh, just by saying there is there's only one black woman that directs animation and that's me. And I've only had one job. So wow. You better really More get to their come. shit together. Cause that ain't, time. that ain't fucking cool. Uh, and would you want to do you, would you want to do more directing if you had that opportunity? Yes. I would like, as a matter of fact, I just booked two more directing jobs, both, okay. both, both black animated jobs. Amazing. Uh, one I can't talk about coming to Netflix. It's a big deal. And another one coming to adult swim as well. Congrats. So that's exciting. Congrats. And then uh, what else is going on? Do you on? want to talk about your charity? You do a lot of work for the Navajo. And I do. I new... work with uh, unitednatives.org. And uh, I just think in this pandemic, you know, the natives are getting hit like bang, bang, Maxwell Silver Hammer. And we really need to give as much as we can and pay attention. But not just the natives, goddammit, just each other. Uh, just keep your fucking asses at home please. And I got, what else is coming out? Just a, a shit ton of cartoons as usual. Uh, one with you that I can't talk about. <laughs> and uh, I think I just did another episode, Greg, with yeah. you as your mama that I did. More Doom record. Patrol. Teen Titans go Doom Patrol. Episode. Yeah, when Teen Titans. You're on. also on DC Superhero Girls with me. I'm also on DC Superhero Girls with you. I play, I play the Catwoman. Uh-huh. And uh, what else? Um, what you? else is going? Oh, uh, oh God, I don't know if I can talk about it. You know what I hate? When did this shit get so fucking high spy that I can't? There's another Nickelodeon. Just say it. Just talk about it. Just Should I just it. say it? I, <laughs> I can't. I can't <laughs> fucking. Not if you're gonna out. get in trouble. Not if you're gonna get in trouble. trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble. Okay. But there's a lot of good shit coming. I'm, you know, still with Loud House and still doing. Uh, 
you know, pa- uh, pound puppies and every kind of puppy. Uh, and tell that, everybody all your um, social handles. So that oh, yes. Find you. Uh, a- anywhere you want to find me, which is only two places, Twitter and Instagram, you can find me under I am Cree Summer. You. La, 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 lady, a baby, baby you got something, something for to me. See. La, 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 lady, baby, you got something for me. La, 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 lady, baby, you got something for me. And then what does it do? In your wizard, in your wizard sleeve. sleeve. That's you. You say in your wizard, wizard sleeve. sleeve. That, was, that was Captain Hero. Baby, baby, baby you, you got, got something, something for me. And you say something sweet, P.T. And you. Hoochie Goochie, Gitchy Gitchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a fever for the beaver weaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peachy pot, honey pie, take it to the white club. La, 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 Libya for me. La, 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 um, Cree singing on a show, like us all singing on shows is awesome. We get to sing in character. But actually, Cree, you have some albums out. You are an extraordinary, Aww. extraordinary singer. Um, and where can people get, is, can they get some of your stuff on iTunes? Yeah, or get my old albums on iTunes. Uh, I did a record called Street Fairy produced by Lenny Kravitz. And you can find that record on iTunes or Spotify or all the platforms. And then earlier on, I had a rock band called Subject to Change on Capitol Records. And I think you'd have to really do some fucking deep digging to find that. But if you, uh, I, I, I'd love you to find it. I mean, there's some great songs on there. Yeah. I, I'm, still, I'm still making music it's just taking a lot longer you should you should the two you're savages so... you know oh my god you're and your kids are amazing i mean if you <laughs> people should just follow you on on insta for your kids my god like they're the most they were the most stylish toddlers i've ever seen in my life and now they're just well now they're just mini goddesses they're just shit. but there was a time when i had now... <laughs> They're amazing. They're amazing. Cree, I love you so much. Thank you so much for giving us some time. Um, You're just amazing and and extraordinary, and what a gift you are. And if you would like to... Oh, I just like to sign off. I just like to say, Greg, nice to connect with you. I know we're we're in a new ship. And nice to connect with you, sister. We're in an old ship. An old ship. And uh, I, myself, am in the pirate ship. And I just, you know, want to say that there's no business like show business, like no business I know. Everything about it is appealing. Everything that magic will allow. (laughs) And quit show business? Yes! Oh my God, that was so fucking good. Oh, I love it so much. Oh, thank you, Cree. That was so worth the wait. I'm now everybody knows that I have a magazine rack in my toilet. That's cool. <laughs> it looks I, like I love this so much. Studio Cree, um, thank you so much, and I love oh, that we I did miss it. You got it. I miss you too. What I miss the you too. fuck, you lucky Toronto girl? I know, I know. Yeah. I want to stay forever. Oh. All right, I love you both. Chuck. I love you, Cree. We are so excited to introduce Jack. Plotnik, who played Xander on Drawn Together, the amazing gay superhero on a quest to find his girlfriend and save her. Thanks for joining us, Jack. I'm completely, totally obsessed with you. I'm, I just absolutely had the biggest talent crush on you during the show. And, Aww. and Aww. you know, I just adore you. You're such a genius and you're so genuinely freaking hysterical. Ditto, ditto. Yeah, before we go any further, let's let everybody know who you are and where they can find you on all your socials because you, I, I don't know, you're you're producing the most amazing content. You're, you're so damn talented. So before we go anywhere, tell everybody where they can find you on all your platforms and then we'll get into Drawn Together and how that all came to be. Um, on Instagram, I'm just, it's just my name, at Jack Plotnick. And then same thing with YouTube. If you just type Jack Plotnick, there you will find me. There you are, being brilliant. Not hiding. Um, I'm, I miss you. Right? I miss your face. You're I such a cutie. I too. I can't believe we got canceled. How outrageous. I, well, we, you <gasps> know Jack, what? We, Jack, were talk- we, sure we were talking about that. Scene. Yeah, it was pretty fascinating to hear how, how it all played out. Because you should be about- still on the air right now. 
the right there there was just... some you'll see if you watch this oh show, i like, will be watching i'd love to hear the what ha how that shit went down there's a the few theories like that they didn't want it to be competing with south park and like some really weird because it was the number one college rated show I still think it should come back right away. I think that people Me too. would love to see it again. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it was way before its time. Um, have you, I don't know, I've never seen you at a con. Do you do Comic-Cons? No, I've No, I, I mean, there's been some pretty hilarious cosplays of your character. Oh, I love that. I saw someone did some sexual fan art of Xander mm. with other cartoon characters. And I thought that was very titillating yes. <laughs> this, this, that is what our show's about our show That's is true. about the love and the fandom and it's so true and the guys actually didn't matt and dave didn't have any stories of that but i bet you do and when you oh yeah it's all over the place he was screwing the genie from aladdin yeah. <laughs> yeah. that made sense to me and i can't remember maybe also some animals too from some disney classics probably maybe probably, Simba probably. Or, Simba or bimba whatever their names are there was definitely like oh my a way to uh, who knows Hilarious, and the cosplay is hilarious. Very dirty, almost naked. I've seen a few at, at some cons. I, I want you to take us back to when you had the audition, what you first thought, how, your process for, for getting Xander. And, well, I had um, never done a cartoon, and I was in awe of you guys because you, know, you guys had already done all my favorite cartoons. But um, you know, I think I only got the audition because Dave and Matt were um, writers on a, a TV show I did on Fox called Action. And, um, they had, uh, now they can tell, maybe they told you, I, I believe Xander was cast with a very well-known voice actor before I had the role. I don't know if, if they mentioned They that. didn't tell that story. Yeah, uh -uh. that's what I understood. And that uh, I have no idea why it didn't work out. So I, I, I got called in and I remember like, uh, this all happened so fast and I'm in the waiting room and I'm like, what is this character? Who is he? And they're like, you know, a gay video game warrior. And I, and I was looking at posters on the wall of a video game character he's kind of based on. And there were like pictures of, of different warrior video game characters on the wall where, where I was waiting. And I was thinking, what am I, how am I gonna do this? Cause I, it's not like I had a cachet of voices like you do, but I did do sketch comedy. That's how I got my start in the business. And I had two characters I did in my sketch comedy. I had that I thought might kind of be interesting for this role. One was I had this, um, like high school boy character who talked like this and he was always making crank calls and he was like, oh my God. And then I also had this high school girl character named Bethany who was always like, hi, I'm Bethany. <laughs> and um, I thought, okay, maybe I could sort of like mix them together in a bowl. And that's the voice I walked in with. And if you listen to Xander, that's exactly what he was. He, he would kind of go back and forth between this high school boy and high school girl. So it'd be like, I'm Xander, and I'm on a never-ending quest to save my girlfriend. My girlfriend. You know, and crazy, <laughs> what I'm doing is literally, I'll just kind of bounce back and forth between those two characters, and to me, that that seemed like a way to to, to find the humor in him. Wow, that's fascinating. Amazing. Love to and hear. Uh, at the time, I'm trying to remember, was it the first representation of a gay animated character? It can't be the first, was it? Must have been no, one I mean, of the first. Tons of gay characters in 70s Saturday morning cartoons, but they were never exclusively <laughs> yeah. gay. You know, it's like right. Paul Lynn. Yeah, yeah. What's gayer yeah. than, you know, the uh, Paul Lynn and Bewitched, but you, you can't really call him a gay character. So um, I think he might be. I mean, what other, it's possible yeah. that-, that And the like the, the coming, they talked about, uh, Matt and Dave talked about the coming out episode with um, yeah, Toot and- that was nominated for a GLAAD award. I mean, that episode was astounding what they did. I mean, and to think that was only, I think the second episode of the show or maybe the third, it was way at the beginning. And they took, it was such a powerful episode. I mean, it dealt with really dark subject matter, which is gay teen suicide. But wow. I mean, that's what I love about the show. It, it just like reminds me of some of my other favorite stuff like he the original Heathers with Winona Ryder. It's like, really dark dark comedy but that also yeah. it's about something as well i love that oh my god i i actually didn't know that was your first cartoon if someone told me that i would have said you're crazy he was you're a natural 
actually and i also came from sketch comedy i i did second city in toronto and a lot of voiceover people and come from um sketch and people say how do you get started i always say take sketch because when you have to add in characters last minute you're a little bit more confident a lot more confident yeah and that's where you discover the characters i bet you bring into your voice work yeah a lot of the time, a lot of, you, you tap into that bag of tricks for sure. No, I, um, I loved doing the show, but I was always terrified when we, you know, we would record on our own, as you know, and I liked yeah. that because then I could have like 10 shots at a line in a row. And, um, yeah. but what sometimes we did episodes where he got, uh, Dave and Matt had the whole cast sit in a circle and do it like a, like a little play. And for me, that yeah. was always a little nerve wracking because I was in oh. such awe of you guys. Oh. And I just, I, I was, I, I was anxious to not have my you know, 10 takes in a row, but I did oh, love yeah. to see you guys in person doing it. So that part at was the ta- fun, but... At the table reads, that was really no, um, fun when we would all record, together. Yeah, that too. But when we would record, mm-hmm. you remember when we'd all get in the booth and record an episode together? Yeah. We only yeah, did it vaguely. Like twice. Right, right, right. Which is actually a shame. It's really fun to be with everybody and play off each other. Cause sometimes you get th- things that you wouldn't know you were going to get. Cause you know, as the actor you're listening to, someone else and how you'd respond. It doesn't have to have it, but it's always way more fun. Did you ever um, work on a show that did that much? Oh yeah, I mean, Greg and I are on uh, Titans 20 years together and we always tape together. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah I don't, yeah. Uh, I like to just keep saying it in a row. <laughs> Not that I don't love uh, actors, but. Woo. You know what, you get you get used to that group like it's a family and it's, it's, it's a different dynamic, but actually animated features and games are still alone. It is only some series that you, you get to work together and it's, it's not all the time. So, you know, I it's- I see why that would bring out moments that wouldn't have happened otherwise. I loved our episode God, we, we had together when we went to the fat camp. That was a thrill for me because I got oh, to have so much time gosh. with your character and I just loved Toot. Mm-hmm. And it made sense that Toot and Xander would have a, uh, you know, have storylines together. Of course. Have you received any fan mail or I don't know, like, have you seen anything online about people appreciating your, your, um, your Xander? Oh, definitely. But not, not, nothing specific, certainly not fan mail, but I, I, uh, through the years, I've definitely, I've met people when they find out they, they, they kind of freak out cause they love the show. Um, it's definitely been a big thing in my life is when people find out that I was on Drawn Together. It's, it, it, for a lot of people, it's a really special show to them. It meant a lot to them. And I've come across many people like that. I thought I'd show you this. Um, they gave me this as a, uh, um, I think <gasps> when the show ended, but it's one of the original sketches and I just wow. treasured it so much. Yeah, so that, that's really cool. Yeah, it says, does this shield make me look fat? Aw, you were so cute in the show, Jack. Your voice so sounds sweet. cool coming out of that character. It's the first time He's I'm hearing so him come together. He's so sweet. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Well, give, that... a, give, us, give us your favorite line from the show. There were definitely lines that I would get obsessed with and, and rewind them because I just thought it was so surprising to me how it came out. Certainly getting to sing the songs were like amazing to do. Um, oh yeah. Softy so Seaman was a song <laughs> that <laughs> Xander sang and... But um, so I'm having a hard time remembering uh, some of my favorite lines because unfortunately I'm so due for a complete rewatch. Uh, but yeah, you know, yeah, I, me too. I love grapes are fun, you know, just weird. He would, <laughs> he would just have these weird, and is it called an anachronism? Uh, an I think when something's anachronistic, it means it sort of comes out of left field. And he did that a lot. <laughs> He did that a lot. He was so sweet. He was so lovable. And of course, that's mostly because of you. Um, just to like break from the show a little bit, can you talk to people about your videos? You're so brilliant how you're inserting yourself in these. Oh, my newest and, videos. Like, tell us a little bit about that. And Well, right okay. Now. So I um, directed a, a feature film and then I directed a Broadway show. And, and I kind of felt like, am I an actor? Uh, this was about six years ago. And, and so I was like, I really want to like remember why I loved acting and, and sketch comedy and such. And so I started making content and it really was just something to do to just make myself happy doing it. And not a lot of, at first, not a lot of people even knew I was doing it. It was like this little thing I did on Instagram, but you know, you, I got better and better at it and I was getting bigger audience. And then, you know, when this pandemic hit, uh, I was really depressed. And of course with what was going on in politics 
And so I just found that a lot of evenings I was watching YouTube videos to like make myself feel okay. And Disney has always been like a really special thing for me and my family going to Disney World as a kid. And so I was watching a lot of the old Disney, like what, like the wonderful world of Disney shows. And I just started to want to like escape into Disney uh, as a way to just sort of, because <laughs> my videos just come from whatever it's not like I think, oh, this will be hysterical. It's more like I literally need to do this. And at this moment, I had to like escape into 1960s Disneyland. And of course, I've always Aww. been obsessed with Imagineers. So I, there was a video I was watching. And I also noticed it was an episode of World of Disney. And it was just, there was something kind of like creepy going on with Walt Disney and this young woman. He's kind of showing around the, the Imagineers workspace. I, nothing creepy was really happening, but he kept introducing her as, oh, look at our beautiful new um, Disney mascot for the Tencennial. And it just, I started to go, this is something I could make fun of. And so I, I just sort of stuck myself into the video. And there was, you know, like one of the Imagineers gets introduced to this young lady and he looked kind of like me. So I cut from the wide shot of him to a close up of me and I just started talking as if I was him and flirting with this girl and um, people <laughs> liked it. So I made, and I also was making fun of the rides. Uh, and in that one, I made fun of the, the fact that the pirate ride, the original Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean yeah. ride is a little rapey, not a little, like, <laughs> it's really rapey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Girl around with the, the sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're originally, they're all, they captured the women of that town and they're auctioning them off for brides, but we all know what you do with a bride. So, right. <laughs> so I was making fun of that ride and people really responded. And then my third Disney video I made was making fun of It's a Small World. And I stuck myself into it as several of the different women that were working on that mm -hmm. ride. And it really exploded in such an amazing way. I had, I had a, a, a couple articles written about it. I've had more views this is the closest I'm probably ever going to be to viral. I, I'm, I, you, I are, you are viral. You are viral. What's the number you have to be to be viral? I'll tell you, though, I've never had a video seen this many times, and it's been a dream let's come true. Let's see where you're at. Let me, let me see where you're, where you're at. Right well, right now, I think it's about 165,000 views on Facebook. That's where my videos tend to get seen. But the articles are kind of directing traffic to my YouTube channel, finally. And people are discovering right. all my stuff there. Because all my videos are there on YouTube. Well, we're going to yeah. share your link on YouTube and on, and on Facebook so people Oh, no, absolutely. Just send the YouTube one. It's, it's better. To, it's easier to watch it there. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to your okay. YouTube channel. He's brilliant. Greg, do you have any questions for him? Thank you. you want to yeah, give yeah. him the ship, Mary Kill? <laughs> we asked everyone else that came on, what's your ship, Mary Kill? On yeah, something to do every ship it show. Ship so ship is to imagine couples in relationship, relationships. Oh. That's what ship means. So who do you ship? Who would you marry? Who would you kill on Drawn Together? <laughs> hmm. Ship? A relationship with? Oh, you know, I might want to marry Waldor because he... He is so sweet and always in a good mood. And I, and I think that Xander would... Is this me, Jack Plonick, or Xander? I mean, you can change it up. We're well, because I can free, tell you both. Uh, Xander should marry Waldor. Absolutely. He should... Toot. Toot should be his relationship is, is two. Like, those two... Right. Like, yeah. oh, my God. It's they, just, could they could travel the world together. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that they're perfect together. And then mm -hmm. I think that he should kill the Superman character because, and I know they're, they're screwing and that he thinks he's in love with him, but they're no, that's a bad, that's toxic. Jack, how come you look like 25? You look 25. Like you look so young. What is your secret? <laughs> I think it's the lighting. Face and open window, you can't go wrong. Also glasses probably help. I don't know, does that aging? Um, the, you, what you don't want to do is this and then look down. That's going to be, <laughs> oh my God, I'm 100 years old. So now you know my secret. Oh my God. Oh, can, I want to say my favorite Toot moment. When Toot, oh God, when she's throwing up in her dress and it's, <laughs> and it's absorbing through the dress, that is my absolute favorite Toot moment. It says so much about her. Disgusting. And no, it was like no holds barred. No one was safe. I mean, but it was so tongue in cheek, like Jess said, it's because these characters were so stupid that they would get away with all this crazy Well, crazy I mean, stuff. look, reality shows didn't go away and they're worse. It's like those, yeah. those stupid housewife shows. 
I mean, so we were so making fun of that was so ahead of our time, their time, I should 100%. say, I didn't write this. And, yeah. uh, and it's still, it is so entertaining today. They really should put, I think Netflix should like absolutely reboot that show. It's, it, it's so neat. 100%. There's nothing, yeah. I mean, what other show is that funny? I, it's very rare that I'm in a project that I'm obsessed with. And that was the one where it was my favorite show and I was on it, which was a dream come true because nothing else is that funny, that many jokes, that fast, and also really right. adult, funny humor. You know, right. most times when they're writing humor for young people, as most shows are doing to get that, eight, that college crowd, they're always yeah. kind of shooting just absolute bottom of the barrel. And their jokes were yeah. so smart and gross and funny and dark. It's I mean, so true. It's so uh, true. When Xander is screwing the hero, the superhero guy, and he's looking out the window, and his face is just hitting the glass, and you don't know why, and then you realize, oh, he's getting banged from behind. Mm. I mean, like they had, they were funny in words, funny in imagery. Yeah, a group of geniuses. It was before its time, yeah. for sure. For sure. And you made a lot of Aww. people laugh the two of you. So that's that's why I always say cartoons will yeah, heal we did. the world. And that's how you heal the world is with laughter and art. And you that's look, great. I have to say, you look gorgeous. Like I Thank you, you have an age a day. You look like a superstar Thanks. pop star. Like she's so beautiful. And again I, I I got good lighting. I got good lighting too. It, well, yeah. But you're also super freaking hot. You look amazing because I haven't seen you in Thanks, so long. Jack. You look, you look younger. You look amazing. Is there anything that you want to promote or things that are coming up that you want to talk about? Well, I guess, you know, I, I always like to promote my, my, my baby that I made after we worked together. I, I uh, wrote, co-wrote and directed a, um, a, a film that was bought by Sony Pictures. And it's a dark comedy uh, dra a comedy drama called Space Station 76. And it's playing mm -hmm. on stars now, but you can rent it on all the platforms. But it, it takes place in the future as we imagined it in the 1970s. And it's got Patrick Wilson, Matt Bomer, and Liv Tyler and Jerry O'Connell. And um, wow. I'm really proud of it. It's very, if you love 70s sci-fi, if you like dark comedy, you'll love it. Hopefully. Sounds awesome. Okay, I love that. We'll definitely tell everyone to check that out. I'll check that out. Aw, Jack, it was so nice to see your beautiful face. I'm sorry you missed the group, but it, this is lovely to have the little two-on-one time, too. Okay, well, thanks, guys. And thanks, I look, Jack. I look forward to watching the whole thing, and thank you for having me. That was too much fun. That was I mean, fun. I had no clue that a show can do what the show has done. It's amazing. You had no clue the show existed. Well, no, I did. I remember. I remember, I said I saw the billboards. <laughs> but now I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm in love with the cast and the creators. And you and... can see it on CBS All Access. Yeah. So check out Drawn Together and relive the insanity. So much fun. Thanks for joining us. That was a great episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. <laughs> I love you, Sykes. I like when you have to be serious. <laughs> <laughs>